Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. If you're ready to drop the excuses and start showing up as the boss you know you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am so happy you are here. Today, as you could tell, I'm sure from the title, you and I are going to be doing a little bit of a deep dive into hashtags, which is always fun. Not really, let's be honest, hashtags are super, super boring, but they're also super, super necessary and potentially one of our best allies when it comes to marketing for our business and basically taking advantage of free advertising. So I get it, this isn't the sexiest topic to talk about or listen to, (laughs) trust me, Um, but hey, that's okay. Because you know it is sexy when you spend time creating really good content and then people actually find it. New people, not only your own audience, but new ideal clients and customers find your content for free and read it and fall in love with you and what you sell and you make money. That is sexy and hashtags can totally do that for you because they That has happened to me several times. So anyway, um, I have talked about hashtags before on this podcast. I went pretty deep into them in episode 12, hashtags and why the F they're so important. That was the title. So if you want to take a little bit more of a deep dive into this, I recommend you go and check out that episode. I'm going to give like a super, super high level um, rundown of what I covered. Like I'll share some of the best practices that I shared in that episode, but I go a lot deeper into those, of course. So episode 12, if maybe you haven't heard that before or you're just interested in learning more because it is an excellent, excellent resource. And What we're going to be talking about today are some new juicy things I've learned about hashtags just in the past couple weeks, which I'm really excited about because when I first taught Hashtag Like a Boss, which is my training around like how to utilize hashtags, how to research hashtags, and everything that has to do with that. Whenever I first taught that, I taught that in January of 2019 and basically, of course, had to learn everything there was to know about utilizing hashtags on specifically Instagram. And since then, there hasn't been any major changes. There's been some slight shifts with the Instagram algorithm and, of course, new tools. But as far as hashtags are concerned, it's been business as usual. Well, I wanted to post an updated training um, in the Hashtag Like a Boss group for 2020 just to 
reintroduce some of the strategies and see if there were any updates that maybe I had missed. And in doing that research, I did find some little tips and tricks and secrets that have come out recently because here's how all of this works, you guys. When it comes to Instagram, when it comes to Facebook or any platform and how their algorithm works or how any of their tools work to reach new people, of course, Instagram wants us to use hashtags, but they're not going to, and they're going to set rules and parameters around how to use them appropriately, but they're not going to tell us how to slay hashtags, right? They're not going to tell you like secrets on how to basically like quote hack the system and end up on top posts for all of your hashtags. Because if people learn how to do that, then it's really not an even playing field for everybody, right? Like everybody would be hacking it and it would just turn into an unfair system. However, Although Instagram, of course, doesn't come out and tell you how to do those things, when you practice something enough and business are test, businesses are testing things and trying out new things and paying attention to numbers and analytics, over time, you're going to start seeing some patterns in the numbers and you're going to start seeing, okay, this, whenever I do this thing this way, it works a lot better than when I do it this way. So recently, like in the past few months, some people are coming out and they've written articles on basically some things that they've figured out about specifically hashtags and how we can get them to work better for us and things that they figured out about the algorithm that previously we did not know. So anyway, it's all like for... Instagram nerds like me, very exciting. And that is what I'm going to outline for you in this episode. Now, before I dive into all of that, I just want to let you know that if after this episode, you do feel like you need more support with your hashtags and you want an actual training that shows you how to do the research and show you step-by-step how to do everything that I'm about to share with you here in this episode that I shared in the previous episode, because I share with you like what's important, what you need to be doing. But in this training, I'm able to actually show you how, if that makes sense. So if you need help with that, I have linked the updated 2020 version of hashtag like a boss in the show notes. So just take a peek. You can learn or you can read more about it and learn more about it. Um, I have a bunch of testimonials from past students, which are awesome. Um, So take a look at that. And also something that I've added new that I feel like a lot of people will be interested in and a lot of people have been interested in it is I took it upon myself to create a hundred plus hashtag lists for you me and <laughs> and one of my girls Caitlin who helped me with this we spent about a week creating 100 plus hashtag lists that span across 14 different categories from beauty and bloggers to business dogs fashion food health and wellness home stuff moms network marketing photography positivity and personal development real estate skincare 100 plus 
categories of hashtags I have done for you. And if you join us in hashtag like a boss, if you get that training, you get all of those hashtag lists for free. Okay. So again, if you just want to take a peek and see, at least just see, like I've listed all of the lists that are created. If you want to see that list or learn more about the training, just check out the show notes or go to my Instagram, the link in my bio on my Instagram at Ali Reeves, and you can see all of that. All right. So anyway, Let's dive into these juicy, juicy things that I have learned over the past couple weeks about hashtags in 2020. So first of all, I'm going to share with you the best practices that I shared in episode 12 because this is important um, and you need to know these. Now, I'm again, I'm not going to dive into these. I'm not going to give a ton of detail. I'm just going to share with you. These are the best practices that you need to be doing with your hashtags if you want them to work well, because here is something that a lot of people do not realize. Like I said in the beginning, hashtags can 100% be your greatest ally when it comes to reaching new audiences. And since we can use up to 30 hashtags per post, that's 30 different audiences, brand new thousands, sometimes millions of people you can reach on your content if you use them well. But the key is you have to use them well. And the thing that a lot of people don't realize is if you do not use your hashtags well, meaning you're not following the best practices that I'm about to outline for you here in just a second, your hashtags can actually hurt your reach. Okay. That's something a lot of people don't realize. So if you're copying and pasting a bunch of the same lists on your content, which we all have done that at some point, I don't care who you are, or if you've never done actual hashtag research and you're just like using a bunch of random hashtags that you think off the top of your head, or if you're using hashtags that are potentially banned, that's a big one, or that are too popular or not popular enough, all of these things can look to be spammy behavior in Instagram's minds, or not minds, but their algorithm, and that can actually hurt the reach on your content, okay? So it really actually matters that you pay attention and you know how to use your hashtags. Otherwise, you're better off not even using them, but like, why would you not? So you're already listening to this. You already want to learn. Let's dive in. So here are some hashtag best practices that I covered in episode 12, and then we'll get into the secrets. Best practice number one, you can use up to 30 hashtags per post. Some people used to argue that you should use less because it could be spammy, blah, blah, blah. That's BS. If Instagram did not want us to use 30 hashtags on our content, they would not allow us to. That is like their role. So if they wanted us to use less, they would have made that cutoff at 25 or 20 or something less. So you can use up to 30 hashtags per post. You don't have to, but you can. Second best practice, you can post your hashtags either within the caption or in the first comment. You can do either or both work just as well. However, best practice number three, if you post your hashtags in that first comment instead of within the caption, you must post your hashtags as fast as possible. 
as fast as humanly possible after hitting post. Because whenever you hit post on your content on Instagram, Instagram immediately goes to work doing like algorithm stuff. So if you go and add hashtags to that too late, like within, you know, like minutes later, or if you edit anything at all, like in your caption or anything, if you go and you edit anything, it's going to basically like pause what it was doing and take your post away from people's feeds because you're editing something. And long story short, it like screws yourself up in the algorithm because it is so important for your reach and engagement that you get engagement on your content as fast as possible. And whenever you post your hashtags too late or you edit anything on your caption, you are going to slow down the engagement that comes in and that's telling Instagram this content is not worthy of being seen by more people, okay? So you have to do it really, really fast, like literally within the first minute. And this is something that I show you how to do in hashtag like a boss as well. Um, best practice number four, you need to use a new set of hashtags for every post. I don't mean you can't use the same hashtag across multiple posts. I mean, it needs to be a new scrambled list, like a new set of hashtags. They can contain some of the same hashtags, but it needs to be a new set. And there are apps that you can use to do this, but don't like, I know back in the day before I knew any of this stuff, I had like two or three hashtag lists that I had saved to the notes app in my phone. And I would just like randomly copy and paste the same exact list on different posts. And Instagram sees that as spammy behavior. So you really want to use an app to scramble you brand new sets of lists every single post. Best practice number five, you should be creating multiple categories of hashtag lists and then mix those on each post. So you basically need these different categories and you need lists under each of these categories. I hope this isn't too confusing. Um, so stay with me here. Okay, you need these categories and lists for each. You need a niche and target demographic category, right? So like, who do you want to see your content? Who is your content for? What niche are you in? Who are you targeting? You need hashtag lists for those. You need different lists for the product and service that you sell. If you sell different products or different services or both, you need different you need separate lists for each. You need lists for your specific industry. So if you're in real estate, if you are in the skincare industry, if you're in the beauty industry, if you are in the social media education industry or the coaching, you need hashtag lists for those. If you live or if you sell a product or service in an area or if you have a brick and mortar then you would want location-specific hashtags as well and lists for those. And then you also want categories for the type of content that you create. So like if you create blogs, if you create um, tutorials or how-to videos or certain types of content, you will want some hashtags for those as well. So you want categories and lists under each, and then you will want to scramble. So like whenever you go to make a post and you say, okay, this is for 
moms that work from home. I am in this industry. This is a blog that I am promoting on Instagram, and it's for people who live in Nashville, right? So you'll in the app that you use to scramble your hashtags, you will pick those four categories, scramble a brand new set of lists. So you want to include all those categories on each post. Does that make sense? So you don't want to make a post and only use industry hashtags, right? You want to use a nice mix of different categories on your posts. The, I think we're on the sixth best practice, is you want to choose appropriate population sizes for your specific business. Now, this is something that I learned new for 2020, and we're going to dive into here in just a minute. But people used to think that it had um, that your audience size meant a lot more than what it does when it comes to hashtags, and it doesn't. So I'm going to get into that in just a sec. However, you still want to pay, pay attention to the population sizes of the hashtags that you're using. So if you are guessing random hashtags off the top of your head, you're probably guessing pretty broad hashtags because they're obvious, like hashtag happy, hashtag beautiful. Um, and I don't know if you've, you, maybe you've researched some of those, maybe you haven't, but they are insanely popular, meaning there are an insane amount of posts for those specific hashtags. Meaning, it's, it'd be like the odds of winning the lottery for you to get any kind of engagement from that hashtag because there's so much turnover in the top posts, okay? So you really want to pay attention to, and this is why it's, hashtag research is so important. You want to pay attention to that. And then the last best practice that I'm going to share here is you want to make sure that your hashtags that you're using are not banned. Instagram every once in a while will ban certain hashtags because users are posting inappropriate content under it for whatever reason because people are freaking weird. So if that's the case, Instagram will ban a hashtag for a certain amount of time. If you are using a hashtag that is banned and you do not catch it, like if you're not if you don't know what to look for in your analytics to see if a hashtag is banned, or if you don't do your hashtag research and you keep using a banned hashtag, that is considered spammy behavior to Instagram and that will hurt your reach. Not to mention, if you use a banned hashtag on your content, it nulls and voids every other hashtag that you use. So you are basically like throwing away all of those opportunities to be found. They just will not work. They will not register. So this is why you want to know how to check your analytics and you want to do the appropriate hashtag research up front so you aren't wasting a bunch of time in the long run. All right. So again, those are the best practices that we all need to know and practice anytime that we are using hashtags. And if you want more information on that, go listen to episode 12. But really quickly, I'm going to share with you the new things I have learned whenever I was doing my research for the hashtag like a boss 2020 version. Okay. So like I said, well, first let's start with hashtag secrets. And I've, I've already talked about some of these, but I need to reiterate this one more time. If you use 
your hashtags wrong, they will hurt your reach. Okay. So if you do not know how to conduct hashtag research like you're supposed to, or if you're not going to take the time to do this, I encourage you not to use hashtags at all because it's just like you're shooting yourself in the foot here. Why would you do that? All right. But of course, like, why would you not use hashtags? So I just want to reiterate one more time, take the time, like go learn for yourself, read some blogs, do some research on your end, or you can invest in hashtag like a boss, learn, and then get all of those hashtag lists that I have done and I've researched myself. Now, here is the new thing that I learned that I found so interesting The size of your audience is not as big of a deal that we all used to think it was. So it used to be understood or believed with businesses and bloggers that actually study this stuff that if you had a smaller audience, you needed to be using smaller hashtags. And by the way, I'm sorry if you can hear Cruz. He's in the hallway beside me running up and down. So I apologize. Um, But anyway, it used to be believed that if you had a smaller audience, you had to use hashtags with a smaller population. Otherwise, you would not be, you basically would have no chance of hitting in the top posts at all. Because how it works is that's the whole point of hashtags, right? Like the whole point of using hashtags is to somehow end up in that top post. That way people that are researching the hashtags or who are following the hashtags will see your post, click on it and want to follow you because you share the kind of content that they're looking for. Okay, but it used to be the belief that if you had a small, if you had a smaller audience, then you had to use a smaller population of hashtags. And People used to ask me all the time, like, Allie, I have less than a thousand followers. What is the hashtag population range that I should aim for? And I used to try and come up with this myself. I used to try and find the ranges and it was really hard to find because fact of the matter is they're arbitrary numbers. These are things that ha- that Instagram, of course, does not tell us. We're all just kind of guessing and testing here. But it turns out that it's not that big of a deal anymore because, and I love this so much, because Instagram wants it to be an even playing field for all of us. Per usual, Instagram wants it to be about our content because they know that there are a lot of accounts out there with a lot of followers that maybe got those followers in an unfair way or an inauthentic way, right? or that maybe they don't post great content. So if the only way that you could rank in a top post for a hashtag was by the size of your audience, that would suck for those of us who maybe have a smaller but mightier audience and post better content. So they wanted to make it more of an even playing field. So now what they've done is in order for you or the thing that they look for When determining, gosh, I know you guys can probably hear that. The thing that Instagram looks for when determining how to end up in the top post for a hashtag is the rate of engagement you get on your content. Okay? So whenever you make a post on Instagram, it's always been the goal to get 
as much engagement as quickly as possible. You want people liking and commenting and saving and sharing your stuff as fast as possible. Because not only is this going to cause Instagram to see that as good content and show it to more of your audience. But then that also tells Instagram, okay, this is good content. So we are going to show it in top posts for the hashtags, no matter how big your audience is. So, and the way that I kind of realized this is I was doing some hashtag research for the hashtags that I made for you all. And then research, of course, for the um the training and i was looking at hashtags with millions of posts under them millions and i'm talking like 10 plus million and i was looking at the posts that were in the top for these hashtags and some of these people had like 1200 followers or 5000 followers and then somebody would randomly have 50000 followers And they were in the top posts. And so that is what caused me to research a little deeper. Like, okay, why is this so? And that is why. Because it has nothing to do with your audience size. I don't know if it ever did or if we're just now figuring this out. But it actually has to do with the rate of engagement. So this is great news, especially for those of us that have the smaller audiences. Y'all, it always, always comes back to these the quality of content that you create always for everything. And I preach that forever and I always have, but like this is another example that you have to make sure that you are putting out good content and that you are building that trust and relationships with your audience and creating the stuff that they need because it's just going to trickle down from there and help your business in more ways than you can even realize. So per usual, Content is everything. Content is king forever. Amen. But even further than your content, it still matters. There are certain things that you do that matters that can also boost the performance of your hashtags. And I've basically summed it up in three things. So number one, like I said, if you are going to post your hashtags in the first comment, instead of within the caption, which is totally fine. You need to do that very, very quickly. Okay, within the first minute of hitting post, you need to be able to paste a good quality list of hashtags into that first comment so you don't mess up the traction of your engagement from that point on. The second thing that will boost the performance of your hashtags in addition to quality content is using the proper hashtag population. Because yeah, our audience size doesn't matter. However, if you're just throwing up hashtags with 50 million posts underneath it, you may rank in the top posts. You can rank in top posts for any size hashtag, but you're not gonna stay up there very long, so they're still not gonna work well for you, all right? So you don't need a big audience anymore to rank, and maybe you never did, but we're figuring out you don't need any specific size audience to rank in a top post for any hashtag, which is great, but the goal to use hashtags is to be found by other people. So if you're not doing the proper research, 
on hashtag populations and finding hashtags with less than millions of posts under them. Like I always suggest anywhere from Like, personally, I love finding hashtags that are from 100,000 to a million, two million. Somewhere in that span, that to me is the goal because I feel like you can rank in the top posts and then you're going to stay in those top posts for longer and actually be discovered by people, which is the point of hashtags. And then the third thing that can boost your hashtag performance, and this is a big thing, call to actions and posting at the right time for your specific audience, okay? So if how we rank for hashtags and how we get in the top posts is by how quickly we get engagement on our content. We need to be doing everything possible to remind people, engage on my content, right? And also we want to make sure that our people are seeing our stuff, that they're online when we're posting our content. So how many times can I say content? (laughs) Somebody count and let me know. Um, Anyway, so two things that you can do to make sure that you are getting the quickest, highest engagement possible on your posts. One, call to actions. Let people know what you want them to do. Hey, save this for later so you can refer to it or read it later on if you're busy. Tag a girlfriend below. Share this in your stories if it resonates with you. Um, What part of this do you like? Do you have any questions for me? Comment below, X, Y, Z. Tell people what you want them to do because often that little prompt will be like, oh, actually, you know what? I do want to save this for later. For later, I forgot that I could do that. I do want to share this in my stories because I feel like my audience would love this. I do have a girlfriend who absolutely needs to hear this message. As a matter of fact, I have five girlfriends that need to hear this message. Okay, not everybody is thinking about engagement the same way that we are or in a lot of people that aren't in our industry even realize how helpful engagement is. So they may love what you are posting, but they may not understand that the best way to say thank thank you for the amazing post or video that you created for them, they may not realize that the best way to say thank you for that is by liking, commenting, sharing, tagging, all the things that we need them to do. So just remind them, call to actions are always very important. And then, of course, make sure that you are posting at the right time for your specific audience. There is a right time. Well, there's a right time span, and then there's a wrong time span. And the right one is the one where the majority or most of your audience is on during that time frame. And Instagram analytics and insights will tell you this. So you actually have to have a business account to see this information. Um, But if you do, you can look at your insights, click on audience and scroll all the way down and you will see a bar graph that will tell you for each day of the week timeframes that you should be aiming for where the majority of your audience is on. Try and post during that time because of course, if the bulk of your audience is on during those times, Obviously, you have the higher chances of getting the most engagement. And if you do not have a business account and you're wondering how you get access to these insights, I know that there are plenty of third-party apps that claim to offer the same information that Instagram does. 
And like one of them I used to share on this podcast and in posts, but I won't even share it anymore because since then it's just come out that the information is actually not as accurate as they might've claimed. So I want you just to be curious and and test things out and just be curious about third-party apps. At the end of the day, the people that have access to the most accurate information are, is the actual source, Instagram. So that's why I have a business account so I can see those insights and all the other things that you get with a business account. Okay, you guys, so those are the secrets and the juicy things that I have learned when updating hashtag like a boss 2020 training. And I'm excited to share it with you today. Something else, here's one more thing I'm going to share and then I will let you go. The last thing that I'm going to share, something that I did found find that I'm actually testing out myself right now and I invite you to do the same. This can be kind of like a little challenge for you and a little call to action. And I would love if you keep me posted on your findings and your results from this. But when doing my research, I saw some blogs claiming that some businesses and influencers were getting excellent hashtag reach results by basically posting like, five to eight hashtags within their caption. It could be within the caption or at the bottom of the caption. And then the rest of their hashtags in that first comment. So they split. And that number, like I said, it's like between five and eight in the caption. And then the rest of the hashtags that they would normally use in the first comment. For whatever reason, some people are getting excellent results from this. I did not add this to the hashtag like a boss training simply because one, I have not tested this myself. And two, I could not find enough substantial evidence basically that this is something that actually works. Like I couldn't tell if it was hearsay or if it is something that works, but I wanted to bring it here and just say, hey, this is something that I've found. And I'm personally going to test it out and I invite you to do the same. So let's make that our call to action after this. Like go test it out on some of your posts. Maybe for the month of June, test out that way. And then the month of July, you can test it out just posting them all within the caption or all within your first comment. And then you can compare those numbers. That's basically what I'm going to do. I'm going to take some time to try out both separately and then compare the numbers. And of course, per usual, as always, I will let you know what happens with me on my end. But if you do this yourself, or if you take hashtag like boss, or if you get access to the hundred plus lists that I've created for you and you use them, please let me know how those work for you or how any of this works for you. I love hearing when you all are trying new things and bettering your business and yourselves. So I hope this was helpful for you and I hope you enjoyed this. Again, not the sexiest thing we've talked about on here, but more customers, more impact, more people you are helping with your content and your product and service is sexy as heck. So we'll take it for what it is. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will see you here next week. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. 
My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact my efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find me on Instagram at Allie I. Reeves and or join the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group.